This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as future camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. to another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Prawl, and uh, we're beginning a brand new unit of study this week. It's called Beginnings, and it's all about uh, the beginnings of, of life and, and things that happen in life, in the world, looking at the first, uh, you know, first nine, ten chapters of Genesis. If you go all the way through our midweek, we're going to get into chapter 12 of Genesis, but just looking at the beginnings of our world as we look at the beginning of the Bible. And this month, I've got uh, Brian Daniel in the studio with me to help us discuss these four sessions of material. Brian, how are you today? I am doing great, Rick. Good. It's it's summertime here in Tennessee. Yeah, I tell you, it's feeling warm. Um, and as we get into you know this whole unit, before we jump into this, Brian, I want you to take just opportunity and just you know tell folks that are listening uh, who you are and what you do here at Lifeway. Sure, um, I am editor in chief of Lifeway Small Groups and. Uh, at least for the time being, work five floors up from Rick. My wife, Karen, is actually on the known staff. There you go. And I think maybe, I don't know if she's done this particular podcast before, but I know she's been on them. Right. And I've been with Lifeway for uh, going on 15 years, and so I'm coming up on a big anniversary. Well, good. Well, and tell folks a little bit about what you do as editor-in-chief of Small Group Materials. Yeah, absolutely. Um, largely responsible for a lot of the relationships that we have, but I think... Um, by and large, I'm, uh, responsibilities would include developing the concept from the ground floor up, pulling those ideas prayerfully out of thin air, and then bringing them down into the ink on the pages. And a big part of that is uh, leading a team of uh, very competent editors, brilliant uh, graphic designers, and technical people. And so uh, very, very happy to be a part of it. Well, good. What God is doing with good. life. Right. I appreciate groups. you taking time to sure. uh, you know, sit with me and walk through these four sessions of material. And as we talk about beginnings, we're going to start with this question this week. Where did the world come from? But then we're going to get into you know, where did sin come from? What do we learn from the flood? And, and what's the big deal about covenants? And, and we see the beginnings of covenants in these first chapters of Genesis. We actually see several covenants in these first few chapters. And we'll talk some more about that in that fourth session. But uh, Brian, this week, the title of this session is And God Said, and we're looking at the question, where did the world come from? We're going to look at three life principles to help us understand that. And and for a lot of leaders and a lot of students, you know, this first chapter of Genesis is going to be very familiar. Let's really dig in and see sure. some of the, the the important aspects of these verses. We're going to start with, you know, where did the world come from? The first life principle, well, it all started with God, Genesis 1.1. What do you see in that verse to help us get to that life principle? Anytime I think of Genesis 1-1, and uh, just to put things in context, uh, has been important in, in my own discipleship and on my own journey, and that is that the story doesn't actually begin here. And that might be a place where you can get students' attention, that the, 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 there was a time before time in which there was harmony in the heavens, and then there was insurrection. And so when we're picking this up with Genesis 1-1... In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It might be helpful to point out what was going on prior to this, right. uh, just to establish context. And so it all started with God, that there was 
a time before time. And so we're picking up this story almost, uh, you know, if you ever walk into a theater when a movie is already going, (laughs) that's kind of of, uh, a little bit of the context here. That analogy that you're walking into a movie and things are already going, I mean, the character's are already established. I mean, that's what we've got here. God is already established. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the the scriptures writers, you know, take it from a standpoint of, okay, God has always been, always is. And, you know, it all began with God, that, that he was there from the very beginning. That's an important part to, to begin and lay into. And move from that, we're going to pick up verses 2 and 3. That yeah, yeah, and one more thing on that, you know, continuing with the idea of the story. Yeah. Um, look who's central in the story. Right. And so if you say it the way that God is not the main character, he is the character. <laughs> right. yeah. Everything begins and ends through him. He's in every scene, and not only that, but he is the author of every scene. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and he just, uh, you know, he speaks it into being, which is a good segue. Well, and that is a great segue into that second life principle that God spoke the world into being, verses two and three. What do you see there, and, and why is it important for us to help students understand that God spoke the world into being? I, I like in these passages to talk about the absolute full comprehension of who God is, and that is in the creation as well as in the fall, how total it is, that he speaks, uh, his voice calls all of creation into being, and uh, later on when we get into the fall, I think in this in this uh, larger unit, right. you'll see just how complete that is as well. But uh, one of the things that I always like to point out here is the word for hovering is also uh, understood as brooding in other places, and that is so... You know, you had this harmony in the heavens, and then there was insurrection. I think it's important to point out because we're important to point out because we'll get to the enemy's role in this later. Right. But this is like there's this almost ominous silence here as God speaks in the, uh, the creation into being, and so, and I think it's also uh, I like to talk about how this points to who God is, and that is there was harmony, there was insurrection, there was really literal chaos, and so you've got almost a dust settling in these moments, and that's what the descriptions when you get brooding, that the Holy Spirit is actually brooding because of what happens, but then what does God do? He does it again, right? because He cannot help but create. That's who He is, and that's who we know Him to be, and so this is sets the tone for all, really all of Scripture. This is who God is, and a lot of that just comes back to the word love. Right. Well, and, and for students, this whole idea that, you know, God God spoke and created out of nothing. Um, you know, you've got, you know, a couple daughters that are in this age group that are hearing these kind of things. Why is it important for them to understand that God did all this without without there being anything to start with? Yeah, if you want to talk about countless hours of conversation, right. just just throw out ex nihilo yeah. <laughs> into any conversation. It's like lobbing that that grenade into a, into the conversation. Right. But I think it points to uh just this awesomeness. I mean, when you really sit there and meditate on the fact that God created something out of nothing and and think through that and consider all the implications, you start to get, and along with some other things going on here, a sense of just how absolutely big God is. Right, yeah. And that may be a place in your you know, in your uh, meetings, in your groups, just to camp out for just a minute. Yeah, I mean, because as humans, we can't create anything out of nothing. We've got to have something to create something from. And I think for a lot of us, it's hard to get our minds around that aspect that God created everything that we see out of nothing, 
other it, than just speaking it. And it was relatively easy for him. Oh yeah. On top of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> wasn't a lot of work. When we read that God rested on the seventh day, it wasn't because he was tired. It, I mean, this didn't take a lot of work. He just said, you know, okay, let there be land and water and there it was. I mean, that's amazing. Then we get into in this in this session that God created all things, Genesis one four through twenty five, and that is that is the list of everything that God created. What do you see there, and why is it important for us to understand that when we talk about where did the world come from, that God created everything? I think at a uh, at an academic level, it confronts a lot of the teaching that uh, is going on today. The fact that God is again central and total and uh, the creator of all things, and that really you it's a nice segue or springboard into issues of even like stewardship if you wanted to get into that. But I think it points to the uh, absolute totality of who God is, that He created all things, and that leaves no doubt as to who we look to for all of our answers. Right. Well, and leaders, as you look at this list here as well, and I want to point out just real quickly that we stop at verse 25. Obviously, we've left off in this session the creation of, of humans. If you jump over, just turn one page in your leader guide to that midweek session. If you're not using the midweek material uh, this week and known, we've got a, a, a note for you there in the front end that you may want to go ahead and, and cover that in this Bible study session. We don't want to leave people out of there, but that is the midweek session. That God was very systematic in the way that he created. Um, he didn't create people first without there being a place for them to be. He didn't create people first without there being you know, plants and animals to sustain life. And so he's very systematic in the way that he created everything. Uh, but as Brian was saying, that just the importance that God created everything and that it all belongs to him and that that does lend itself to some stewardship issues and how are we going to take care of you know what god has given to us and that is you know we get into some covenants in the fourth session that is one of those first covenants that god gave to to man is that okay i've created all this great stuff i want you to take care of it now and and be a steward of it yeah rick it might be also it might also be nice to point out or to uh just address some of the trinitarian doctrines here as well that all three all three members of the Trinity were exactly. present and on hand just for creation. Exactly. Well, leaders, as we wrap up this session, again, our question, where did the world come from? We're looking at three life principles. It all started with God. God spoke the world into being, and God created all things. The point this week is that God created everything. Uh, use that as a springboard to get started in this entire unit of study. We're going to come back next week and get into the question of where did sin come from and uh, let Brian have an opportunity to explain that role of, of the enemy coming in, and, and we see the beginning of sin. So join us again next week. 